everybody. Welcome back. We're going to do another abduction hotline. It's a little bit different today, though. But it's only because our listener is from Belgium, and so they can't call into our hotline. They can collect phone calls and shit from halfway across the world. So we do have an email. I'm going to read it, but as our old listeners know, I am horrible at reading. And as our new listeners know, welcome to me butchering (laughs) reading things on the internet. So (laughs) buckle up, guys. So it starts off with dreams. I wanted to ask if you know what my dream means, or maybe it wasn't a dream. A few months ago, it was a cloudy night and there was this light above the clouds. Light flashed from one side to the other, all over the sky. It was somehow scary, but on the other hand, reassuring. The flashes were a beautiful spectacle of colors, blue, pink, and white. Something tells me not to fear. When you come, we come to get you, suddenly after a time came a shuffle, elongated, oh, a shuttle, elongated and narrow, without a sound, landed close to me. On the end, a door opened that opened from the bottom to top, like a trunk door on a car. There were a few rows of seats in it on both sides, two rows, about 40 seats in total, without a pilot. The seats were black. Inside, everything white with windows, but you can't see what's on the outside of the windows. There was a man behind me who I kindly encouraged him to go inside, after which I followed. The man took his place in the second seat to the left in front of me. Behind me, there was no one. Sorry, I lost my place, guys. I was so excited, like a child receiving his Christmas present, so peaceful, so restless. I looked at the man, I smiled, then my eyes descended on the floor, and I see my feet, when suddenly a voice reminded me of my wife and children. I looked back at the man and said, I'll get my family and come right back. I turned around and became awake early at night. Does it have a meaning, or is this just a typical dream? So let's, uh, let's address that paragraph first before we go on to the next one. So I think that we've had a lot of conversations on this podcast about what it means to be a contactee when it comes to aliens and UFOs and stuff. And is there such a thing as it not being like real life if you're having these experiences inside of dream time? Because to me, it doesn't sound so much like a dream to me. It sounds like he might have been having contact. Yeah, it's hard to say. I think for like the first half of the story, it sounded like a contact and then it sounded more like just a normal dream um however if that was just kind of out of nowhere then yeah i would say there's some type of connection happening yeah for for sure. sure for sure all right let's read the next half so it says i also died twice in my dreams that was sometime in 1996 when i died i saw my body floating in the dark. My body was white, nothing else. Then my body started to tingle and I woke up with that tingling sensation. I could not move until it was finished as if you have been lying on your arm too long, but more of a blissful tingling. I had it twice. Always when I fall, I die. I could no longer wear watches. The batteries were immediately empty as if my body needed that energy. I was about 14 until 18 years old when this happened. And after that, I never wore a watch again. Right. One time I woke up in the middle of the night and that was in 1997. I saw a shadow fall and a whole room became black. Even the roof window disappeared. I could not move. Something grabbed me, my body, my throat. And I tried to shout with all my might. My sister was sleeping in the room next to me. There was no door. 
And I, and as I tried to wake her up, but nothing happened, then I started to float and go up. Then I whispered, God, I thought, God, you are my last hope. No matter where, no matter what happens here, it seemed like everything passed in minutes. Well, it felt like that anyways. Then I laid back down in my bed and woke up like it was a dream. Is this a real experience? I asked my sister this morning if she heard anything. And she said she heard me calling her name, but she couldn't respond as if she was being stopped. I also have a question related to blood groups. If there's a difference, I'm O negative. Those are extraterrestrials interested in certain blood types. Here in Belgium, you never hear anything about UFOs as if the people have no right to it. I have to find everything myself via the internet. Then you can search further. So if the media never talks about it like they do in the US, most people won't hear about it here. Thanks in advance. Jesse, 43 from Belgium. Thank you for sharing, Jesse. And if it makes you feel any better, uh, we didn't hear anything in our media for a really long time. Actually, it wasn't until recently that now it's always in the news cycle. But I think for most of our lives, it wasn't like that. And it's interesting to hear like as you know, the U.S. is being more and more prominent about this whole alien and UFO stuff. It's interesting to see what what countries are absolutely not talking about this kind of stuff with their citizens and stuff. But Jesse, honestly, it sounds like you are having a lot of experiences inside of your dreams and that your dreams might be a little bit more than dreams. Yeah, I think there's some parts. Um, You know, I think it walks, for me, I feel like it walks that line between it really could just be random firing, but at the same time, I don't really believe in random things that much. So I would definitely make sure you keep a dream journal Mm -hmm. and keep writing all of this down. And then if you see common occurrences, then that should really pop out to you that maybe there's more to the story and maybe something for you to pay attention to. Yeah. And it's interesting that you said that during one of these episodes that you, you know, you invoked the name of God to stop what was happening and it did. And then you went back to bed afterwards. And that's kind of something that we see that's a common occurrence in a lot of these instances where people are having these experiences, whether they be abductions or just contacts and they're scared and they call out God and it stops it. So I'm more inclined to think that these experiences tend to probably be a little bit more than just dreams to me because I haven't heard too many people saying that when they invoke the name of God in their dream, it wakes them up. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, I've, I've definitely had dreams like that, but not where it wakes me up after doing it. So that's actually a really good point that that you said there, because if there wasn't anything extra happening, then the dream probably would have just continued on. Exactly. I don't know, and dying of- in the dream to me is crazy. I was like, yeah, that sounds really terrifying to me because I've always heard that if you die in your dreams, you die in real life, that that's like a thing. Any dream that I've ever had where I thought I was going to die inside of it, like I've, I've had I've experienced those like falling dreams where you wake up, you know, but that's what's always woke me up, not necessarily the dream itself, but the sensation of falling. And for you to to have the sensation of death and not wake up from your dream, just again, tells me that it's you're aware that you're inside of a dream. I hope that it makes you aware that if you can observe your death, that separates you, physical you from always there you. 100%. Yeah. And also the I've next never... time you have one of these dreams, are you able to be more conscious and know is like, 
in these moments, can you just like you were up above looking at your body, are you able to go up above and see yourself inside of this dream? You know, and if you're capable of doing that, you're not dreaming. Well, that could, that would just be lucid dreaming though. No, that's what I'm saying though. That's what I mean. Like maybe these, these experiences that Jesse's having inside of his dreams are maybe him astral projecting or lucid dreaming and him not realizing he's doing it. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I've never had dreams where I've actually seen myself die. It's like you always get to the point, but then it never actually happens. See, yeah. And mine is, it's always that sensation of like falling or something that snaps me out of it before it ever gets there. Very interesting. Keep us, um, keep us up to date if anything fresh happens. And yeah, like I said, get that dream journal for Honestly, sure. That's the biggest advice I think we can give to anyone who listens to us is to get a, a dream journal and start to write things down because you'll start to see a lot more connections. You won't need to seek other people to start interpreting your dreams when you start writing them down because you'll see a lot of consistencies and a lot of uh, synchronicities inside of your dreams yourself. Absolutely. That's for sure. All right, guys, that's that's today's episode of Abduction Hotline. You know, the phone number is going to be down there. You can email us. And hey, if you guys want, let's zoom in. Call us. Let's have a live abduction hotline if you got your juicy stories. We love you guys and we'll see you next time. Love you so much. Bye bye.